Welcome to the You're Worth It podcast with Coach Akeem. Career conversations with leaders you need to know. Welcome to the You're Worth It podcast with Coach Akeem. In today's episode, we meet Roxanne Nori, a very talented and authentic talent acquisition leader who has worked in a lot of amazing organization, many different industries, and whose agility has allowed her to craft a career that is, for many of us in recruiting who have been recruiting, just like that. No one way is the same. Take a listen. And welcome to the You're Worth It podcast with Coach Hakeem. In today's episode, we get a chance to meet Roxanne Nori. Roxanne, welcome. Thank you, Hakeem. <laughs> We're excited to have you on the podcast. And this is you, this is a special podcast because you are the first person that I've had on the podcast whom I have not met prior to our podcast. And so this is a you are inaugural in that standpoint. So I appreciate you saying yes to being on the You're Worth It podcast. So thank you for that. I'm honored. So thank you. All right. So we we like to, to allow the, our listeners and those watching online to get a chance to know you a little bit better. So why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? Sure. So um, my name is Roxanne Nori. I live in the Chicagoland area and I am a wife and I am a mother of six children. Um, I have five boys and one little girl um, spanning in all different um, stages of life. Um, I started as a young mother, um, raising two boys as a single mom for many years and um, got remarried. And then we had two sons. And then my husband and I actually um, became foster parents. And we did that for a few years and adapted to little ones. So I have bigs, middles and littles. And um, so my house is constantly loud and crazy, um, but I love it. So um, I'm probably about an hour outside of Chicago in the Indiana area. And um, I have, gosh, over 20 years of talent management, acquisition, um, recruitment experience, um, relationship management. I've also had some experience as an HR business partner. Um, in the fields, almost every industry I've touched. So financial services, healthcare, um, supply chain and operations, um, retail, automotive, um, consumer products, um, what else? Um, transportation and hospitality. So almost everything I have um, dipped my, my toe in. So um, that's a little bit about me. All right. So, so couple of things just to call out. One is, uh, I, I think it's wonderful that you have that size family and that you're able to balance all of these things. In a couple of things. One is w when COVID happened, I think, you know, there was this, there was this prior to COVID, there was this kind of idea that, you know, you could keep work and, and home life separate, right? And, and some, I think, you know, good organizations probably realized that wasn't the case. But you know, a lot of times, even in our own minds, we think, oh, I can do, you know, this, I'm a work person here, and this is, you know, work Hakeem, and this is home Hakeem. And at the end of the day, the reality of it is that we were always bringing work home and home to work. And so, one, just the fact that you have a wonderful family, 
um, and at different stages of life, I just say that's just wonderful to hear and that you're able to do the things that you've been able to do. And when I look, I think you're very humble just listening to you, the way that you describe yourself. When I look at your, your background um, and look at your, your resume, basically, it's a who's who in terms of top organizations to, to work for. And so, um, you know, maybe as you, as you describe a little bit more about yourself and some of those organizations, do you want to just maybe take a pass at, at, you know, two or three of those organizations? How'd you get there? You know, what were you able to do with some of those companies? Because again, they're like the who's who of, of top organizations and you've been able to, to do all of those things. So I think that's pretty cool. Well, thank you. Um, so Kind of funny story, um, as I mentioned, I was a single mom and um, trying to make ends meet. I was a blackjack dealer for a casino. Get out of here, um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so dealing high limits and um, I was working a night shift and I just, I couldn't sustain that with two little boys. So I answered an ad in the paper for a recruiter and I wasn't exactly sure what that entailed. Um, but I knew I was a people person and I knew, um, that, um, I like to help people. So, um, I, I answered the ad and I was fortunate to get a position in a staffing firm. And that's how I started my career. The first 10 years of my, um, of my career were just medium sized uh, staffing firms in Chicago, um, ran a full desk, the first job, and um, had the opportunity to work with some amazing women-owned companies. Um, and um, just, I would say, learn the old school way, right? And mm -hmm. so as the internet, not to age myself, but as the internet was just really coming out, I learned the, the right and proper way to have true relationship management experience and what that needed and focused on around clients. Um, I had a couple of great women that I partnered with um, in a couple of my roles who actually brought me out on the client sites um, to their meetings. And I love that. Um, I loved getting to like client face and really learn more about their business. Um, and that kind of steered me into, I don't want to just be an order taker. I want to um, really be a part of that business and that process. So um, I was fortunate enough after 10 years of IT recruiting to land a position at Accenture um, in 2006. And that was really um, the beginning of my corporate career. Um, I was at Accenture for a total of close to 17 years. Um, and in that span, I had so many different opportunities. And I think that's what's so incredible about companies like Accenture or, or any of the, their competitors is you can do so many different things in the same company and they give you those opportunities to do so. So um, like I mentioned before, I worked in supply chain, I worked in healthcare, um, I did financial services all at the same company. Um, and I worked really hard to um, grow and manage relationships there. Um, I have also done some independent contracting um, and then most recently at Deloitte. Okay. No. So, so thanks for the additional detail and background. The, you know, one of the cool things that just listening to you talk is I was actually watching you as you were explaining kind of your history, your background, how you got there. And, and I could actually see the, the coaching, like the, just the, the, executive recruiter that you've been in the past or uh, the recruiter at, at, you know, 
at the different organizations. I can just see that starting to come out at you as you were speaking and as if you were presenting a candidate. And I think it, it is it is a benefit of working at those, you know, companies like Accenture where you can be rewarded for uh, good work and get different opportunities that you can continue to, to work on and try and get better at. And I don't think it's an, an accident, as you said, you carried a, a full desk before you got there and you were fortunate to, to get the opportunity. But usually, you know, fortune favors are prepared is what I found in life. And um, it sounds like you really did have a, a strong background. And then you don't get somewhere and stay somewhere for 17 years not doing great work. And so I think it's just wonderful to just to hear that part of your background and again, see a little bit of that kind of pop out on you as you were explaining that to me. So appreciate that. So sure. thank you. Sure. So, well, one of the, I love this question and it's the question I ask all of our guests is one of the, the hardest things to do is to take a moment to share a little bit about yourself and, you know, what it is that you think that you do really well. What's a differentiator for you versus maybe another recruiter? Sure. Um, yeah, that's not a easy task sometimes to talk about yourself, but um, I would say I'm a really good listener. Um, and I've worked really hard to be a, a good listener. And I feel like um, I truly care about people and I empathize with, with whatever situation they're in. Um, I love helping people, like I said before. Um, what brings me joy is um, showing other people their worth um, and bringing out those strengths in them and challenging them and making them work hard for what they want, right? And so, um, I would say my leadership skills um, and mentorship and coaching um, are would be my core strengths and what truly brings me joy at the end of the day. Um, I try to be as authentic as possible with everyone that I'm, I meet, um, but I'm also assertive, but in a kind way. And so I think that's a balance and not everybody has that talent, um, but that's what I would say would be my, my strengths. No, it's good. And I will tell you that uh, listening, the listening skills, a lot of us, you know, are, are just waiting for our turn to talk. Right. And as we go into these conversations and and, you know, it just because you've done it for so long, uh, sometimes when you're listening and talking to hiring managers or, you know, strategic partners, whoever that may be, they're, they're saying one thing. But when you listen hard, as if you talked about, they're saying something else. It really means something else. There's, the words are coming out of their mouth is one way. And you hear it and you're able to make connections maybe that that they're not even aware of. And you say, okay, what I hear you say is this, but what you really are looking for is this. And, and that doesn't come um, just by accident. It comes really from being an int uh, attentive listener. And so hearing that, hearing you say that, that is a differentiator for um, anyone and the fact that you have it, I think it's great. And then um, I believed you when you said you could be assertive. I saw it. So, <laughs> so I, I appreciate that. And I think you, there are times people would are surprised, but there are times when you do actually have to be assertive. You, you're listening, you hear, but in order to move things forward, you have to be the one that's, that helps lead the process or lead people through it. And so 
it, it actually, it seems like something where you say, oh, it's not needed as much. And, it, and in fact, it is. So um, good, good call out, good differentiators. And uh, so if you're talking to, you know, someone who's looking at this and saying, you know, either a listener and those looking online saying, all right, why should I hire Roxanne? You're talking to those organizations. How would you answer that question? Why should they hire you? Um, I'm loyal. I'm probably the most loyal person you'll meet um, as a friend, as a partner. Um, I'm, I'm a dedicated hard worker. I, um, I don't quit. And I think a lot of it has to do with um, growing up and just um, having a little bit of a harder life than usual. And um, so it made me uh, be a fighter. And um, I had to do a lot of things on my own without any help. And so um, I just don't quit. So I will try to figure out what that problem is, uh, the solution for that problem rather, and um, figure it out and work on it until I do. Um, so I guess, you know, delivering quality results. Um, I've worked in very large global corporations, as you've mentioned, and um, I have the ability to um, not only work with, but communicate um, at, with any level of leadership um, and really um, earn their trust with those stakeholders and um, not just be, like I said, a, a recruiting manager and just takes orders. Um, I, I'm their partner. And that's what I come to do every single day to work and be that partner and advocate for that person. So um I really work on that and establishing those relationships. And I'm very proud of the relationships that I've built throughout my career. Yeah, well said. I think it's, um, you know, you take for granted sometimes just the, it, the hard work and the lessons that you learn early in life and, and how they carry you through. And, and, you know, you can just hear it. You can hear the grit. You know, people talk about and you've heard so many videos and and just different presentations that talk about you know one of the key differentiators for for successful however you define it are, are people that have grit right that that don't quit as you said and so uh, really cool to hear that and I think any organization listening to that will see that understand that and it, it should be looking for that and so um, cool to to hear that but also to hear you voice that and for organizations to hear the this is what you get when you get a chance to talk to Roxanne and have her join your team. And so, um, but with that, there's always, you know, and this is the behavioral based interview type of question that you've conducted so many times. And, uh, it, but as you think about kind of the situations that you've been in, what are some of the, you know, maybe best relationships or best partnerships that you've had with the stakeholder, hiring manager, business, however you want to say it? Um, well, I have been extremely blessed to have so many um, outstanding leaders. Um, at Accenture, I had I had almost the same manager for almost my whole career there. Wow. Uh, she was amazing. Tammy Wabshaw, call out to her. Um, nice. But I, I would say there was one stands out as far as a relationship that I, I felt really took me to that next level. Um, she was a, a newer uh, managing director um, and Accenture is obviously a huge place. And so there is a process for a process there. You can't just decide you're going to do something and do it. Um, 
And so she was really frustrated with that and wasn't used to having, you know, processes in place and have to follow them. So um, I was partnered with her to support our health practice. And um, again, I listened. I listened to her frustrations um, and we became really great partners. And um, she, other people thought she might be a little bit, you know, rough around the edges and difficult, but mm -hmm. I really enjoyed working with her. And she gave me um, an incredible opportunity. Um, she asked me to come to Cleveland to her office and be a part of her demand planning with all of her leadership team. And it was a large group and recruiting was not invited to those meetings. Um, we weren't allowed to travel to different, um, you know, different offices and, and do that. And so I got um, my boss to okay it. And um, I had a seat at the table and with some executives and they actually let me talk and give my opinion. And um, it was great. And so I think after that, there was more open doors for other leaders to do so. Um, so that was an incredible opportunity for me. Um, the other one that stands out too is, is another partner that I worked with for many years um, at Accenture. And um, I ended up you know, staying in touch with him and um, he helped me get the role I had at Deloitte. So it's always about, you know, establishing those relationships and maintaining them and keeping them. So that's right. And so it's been my experience that, that you don't get a, you know, a seat at the table unless you're adding value. I mean, that's just, there's really no reason there's it, and not to say that there's, you know, not other reasons, but at the end of the day, you know, when you're, if you're typically not invited to a group or to a meeting of this sort, demand planning, um, which recruiting, I've been in organizations where they absolutely were not and where they absolutely were. Um, but if it was an organization that typically didn't, for them to invite you and have you come to that is because it's only because they were seeing the value, the value that you were creating, the value that you had in the business and the value that you would help them have as they thought about this going forward in the future. And so really um, just a testament, I think, to to the value creation that you were able to do and have with that business, that that was a door that was open for you and for others after that. So um, often when we have the the highs, the great relationships, sometimes we have, you know, maybe the not so great relationships. And so maybe can you can you give an example of, of you know, a situation, person, organization, business that that maybe wasn't the most positive experience or best relationship? What was that? How'd you handle it? How did it turn out? <laughs> Um, so as I mentioned before, I, I did leave Accenture for a couple of years and did independent contracting for two years. And so I was with a financial services firm as a contractor. Um, and I was there for maybe a couple of weeks and I was brought into my leads office and I was told that, um, I was not approachable and which really kind of took me off guard because I didn't think that about myself. And so initially I took it very personally. <laughs> um, it was hard to swallow, um, mm -hmm. but she said something to me that will forever stick with me. And she said, perception is reality here. Mm -hmm. And that just, I, I don't know. It, I, I came home, I cried to my husband. <laughs> I wanted to quit, but I don't quit. So um, 
I went out and I bought one of those. Um, well, well, first, let me tell you. So after that conversation, they moved me out of the office into a different floor by myself. Okay. I was literally on a different floor, completely alone. Like <laughs> it was horrible. And I was there for, I don't know, maybe a couple days. And I, I cried every, you know, every ride home on the train. And um, so I said, what, what can I do to fix this? Cause I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not quitting. Um, right. So I went out and I bought one of those um, mini coffee, um, K, K, you know, those um, coffee pots, those mini yeah. ones. Yeah. And I bought some really expensive, good coffee. And um, I printed out this little thing where the rest of the employees were and said, Hey, I've got this really cool coffee maker on my floor by myself. If you'd like to come have a cup of coffee with me. And it worked. Are so, you kidding me? <laughs> I just, I didn't know what else to do. I'm like, you're going to like me and you're going to see <laughs> that I'm a nice person. And so that's what I did. And people came up and had coffee with me and it turned out to be a good experience. So you brought them to you. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You know what? Um, one of the, the things and just I think it'll be easy for someone watching uh, to to see it. But even for the listener, you know, listening to this, this particular podcast, uh, one of the things that that comes across just crystal clear with you is your authenticity. You are genuine. Like what you see is what you get. I mean, uh, for I've, good or for bad. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> but it's always that way, right? I mean, it's, it's um, you know, sometimes we can be so guarded um, that do we you know, paint this picture of who we think we, people want us to be. And, and what I really appreciate about you is you own that you're a good, you know, recruiter and executive recruiter and recruiting leader. Um, but you also own that, hey, in these low moments, it hit me. Like, I just... And I went home and cried. I mean, you just don't hear that, right? I mean, but but you should. You should be able to because that's what it did at the moment. But you also hear the, you know, the flip and just say, hey, you're going to like me. I just love that phrase. Like, you are going to like me. <laughs> and and you thought about a way to create the space and the opportunity for that to happen. And so you didn't just, like you said, I'm not going to quit. And the way you said that, I believed you, right? Like, you're like, I'm not quitting. But the listener, I think seeing your, the listener listening to you may not get that though. Seeing you absolutely see it come out of you when you're, when you're talking, but I really like the, the, how genuine you are. And I, I appreciate that. And I think that any organization that resonates with people, sometimes you, you're in these, you know, positions and you're working with people and you just don't know where you stand with them or what's going on or what they're getting or, you know, what you're really thinking. And I think the, the benefit of working with you is that. You get that. You see that. You give that 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 genuineness, that authenticity, um, and and I think it helps people. I truly believe it's it's how people are able to connect with other people. That must be a gift of yours as you work with with other leaders. And so uh, I just needed to say that because it just it comes across so clearly. Um, and so it it truly is a, a gift. And that is another I would say strength of yours. Um, and you say for better for worse. It's for better. It's, well, it's for you. better. So thank you. Um, I think it's a, it's a really good attribute and a good differentiator for you. And it's, it's just a great way to be. So appreciate that. So we're, you know, we're, we're at this point where I think you've shared 
some of the things that, and I've asked questions and you've answered them and um, you've shared some of the things you want people to, to know about you, but if someone's saying, hey, all right, I'm watching this, we're, we're coming to the end, you know, what's the lasting impression? What's, the, what's something you want to leave the listener with that you want to leave someone watching this with? What, what is the message you want to deliver about you, about what you believe, about what you're looking for, whatever that may be? What is that, that message you'd like to share with our, with our audience? Sure. Um, one of the things that I, I feel that I've learned along the way is you have to be agile and um, you have to raise your hand. And I think that was my one of my managers taught me that always raise your hand. And that opened so many doors for me for new opportunities and new new things that I got to do that I never would have before if I hadn't done that. Um, to challenge myself and kind of push myself out of my comfort zone. So I think in this next chapter of life now, I'm really trying to focus on doing that. And that mm -hmm. may not be, my next role may not be the same as it was at Deloitte or Accenture. And I'm okay with that. Like yeah. I want to um, just come in and do the best job I can possibly do with the skills that I have. Um, an example, you know, when COVID hit, recruiting stopped, right? And um, so I had an opportunity to be an HR business partner. Never did that before. Um, I, I loved it. Um, it. It gave me all of the fun pieces of recruiting, but then all of the goodness of just people development and just, you know, talking with people all day. I had um, 150 people that I was responsible for, um, artificial intelligence at Accenture and during COVID. Wow. And what I did all day was listen. You know, that was when it first hit. We didn't know what was happening. We had, you know, so much emotion and just um, not, you know, uncertainty. Um, and I just listened to people all day and some crying, some whatever it was. And I just felt like at the end of the day, if I could have just helped somebody just a little bit, um, it, it made me feel like I was making some sort of, you know, um, making things better. And um, so that really just showed it opened up an avenue to where I don't think I would have done that before that position, but I'd be open to that as well again. Like, um, so just never, never just being siloed in one thing. I think yeah. just challenging yourself to be open to other opportunities um, and continuing, you know, learning, always learning, always challenging yourself. No, I think that's well said. And um, clearly that's that's who you are and, and what you believe in. And just it's been expressed in a lot of different ways throughout your career. And so let me just say um, it was an absolute honor to to be able to speak with you today and to have you on the You're Worth It podcast. I think that um, you've you've connected with a lot of people that anyone watching this will, will hear and see, you know, just the value that you bring to their organization. And so uh, let me just say thank you for for joining the You're Worth It podcast. It was a pleasure to have you on as a guest. Um, and uh, I'd love for you to keep us posted on your journey. I would love to do that. And um, very honored to be your first um, person that you haven't worked with before. So I'm, I'm just thankful and blessed that you picked me. So I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, more to come. Uh, 
again, thank you for joining us today. For everyone listening and for everyone watching, on behalf of Roxanne and myself, thanks for joining the You're Worth It podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the You're Worth It podcast. Our goal here is to help everyone achieve their career dreams. Take a minute to like our content, review our books, and never forget, you're worth it. For more You're Worth It podcasts, career insights, merchandise, and exclusive content, check out CoachHakeem.com.